right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up, everybody? It is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Yeah, sorry I'm a little late on this week's podcast. I'm tr- I try. I try and record Mondays. Monday night's the latest. Trying to keep it consistent for y'all. Pero ayer no se hizo, man. Yesterday got pretty busy and got home pretty late. And the rest is history, doggy dog. I was in San Diego uh, with Los Toxicos doing some promotional work out there for our upcoming show out there in Barrio Logan, dog. Uh, we'll be out there March 24th, Friday night. In fact, uh, there's a few tickets left. The venue only holds about 200 so uh, we're already like at 80%. So we're like, we're like at 170 something. So they're, they're gonna, I think they're gonna add a second show. They're gonna add a second show. So please get ready for that. If you're still down to come out to San Diego, Barrio Logan out there, and uh, we'll be performing there for Friday night, March 24th. We're excited. We're looking forward to it. And then after that, we got March 31st, the following Friday. We'll be at El Farallon right here in Linwood. California, dog, my backyard. That place is literally like five minutes from my house. I don't even want to say that shit out loud, fool, but it really is. Um, so that should be fun as well, dog. All right. Um, got so much to talk about, man. I saw the the Chris Rock special. Um, Chris Rock is one of my favorite comedians, dog. All right. He's always been one of my fucking favorite. I used to like him more than Chappelle. And I don't say used to because Chappelle has really like, just blown me away in the last, obviously, five years or so where he's been doing this thing with all these Netflix specials and everything he does is just fucking gold. So it's hard to say that, you know, uh, uh, that I still like Chris Rock more than Chappelle, but they're, I mean, they're pretty equals to me, dog. Um, but Chris Rock is like, I, I love, you know, Bigger and Blacker and all these other, he's like the only comedian that I can, st- I can quote, I can still quote. I don't quote a lot of comics. Um, I don't. First, I'm not, I'm really bad at that stuff. Second of all, I don't see a lot of comedy specials, guys. I really don't. Um, I only see a handful a year, uh, almost on purpose. I don't like to just because I don't enjoy them like like part of you guys would. I watch them dissecting, studying. You know, my brain is, like, always working. Like, oh, I would have said this. Oh, I could have said that. Oh, I should have said, oh, I, why didn't I think about that? And it's just too much sometimes, fool. So I only watch comics who I really, obviously, are fucking big times. Like the Chappelle's. And I, I really like Sebastian Maniscalco. Obviously, like the Bill Burr's, the Louis C.K.'s, Chris Rock's. Like the big, 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 big names I watch. And then I also watch my personal friends who get a special, right? Like, obviously, like, Jesus Sepulveda and all these guys who get their specials. I watch them, of course. Um, but I watch them, first of all, obviously, to support and to give feedback, to give the motherfucker when I talk to him, when I see him, when I run into him. I want to genuinely say, I saw your special. I like this. I like that. I like what you did here. Uh, you know, this and that. And give him a little feedback because that's what I would appreciate on my end. I really appreciate... When people give me feedback, good or bad, dog, good or bad. Um, I, I actually ran into Carlos Mencia this Friday in Vegas. And uh, at the show I did out there, it's a South Point Casino. And we chopped it up in the green room and stuff. He was there just hanging out. He didn't go up. I thought he was going to go up, but he didn't go up. And uh, we're just chopping it up. And he was actually giving me feedback about my special. He said, hey, man, I saw your special, dude. I knew you were going to be here. I want to check it out. And 
I saw it and it's pretty good. You know, you start off a little slow. You start off a little nervous, but you picked it up. You stuck to your shit. You did great. You got, you know, and hey, man, I appreciate that. Especially coming from a guy like Carlos Macias has been doing it forever. And I know he's had a lot of, you know, uh, stuff in the back about him before. But, you know, he's still, he's, he's, he's a funny man, dog. He's a funny, funny guy. You know, before all that shit came out about him, uh, but, um, I used to watch him a lot back in the days in Ice House. I used to go see him. I used to go see George Lopez. I used to see Jeff Garcia. Those are the guys I would go. See, I even saw Gabriel Iglesias in the Ice House, dog. Back in, we're talking about like 98, 99, 2000, 2001. That little fucking pocket of era. And um, yeah, food. so it meant a lot. It meant a lot. I had never hung out with him. I hung out with him once before. I was actually in Reno, Nevada. I was, uh, I was headlining the comedy club in Reno, Nevada, the Golden Nugget. It's actually a laugh factory in Reno. I was telling then, and then he happened to be in the same casino, also in the Golden Nugget, but in the theater on the same night. I was there like all week, though. I was there from Wednesday to Sunday. So, but so that Saturday night, he had a theater show in the Golden Nugget, right? So, which was pretty interesting uh, to have me in this little in the comedy club while he's in the theater at the same time, which was a trip. Uh, but, anyways, we got to hang out afterwards. He invited me. Uh, I know his openers. And so I told him, I text his openers, hey, bro, I'm right here in town, dog. Let's hang out. And we did. And he he was cool, man. He was definitely, that's where he uh, broke the ice. That was a few years ago, man. That was a pre-pandemic for sure, four four years ago or so. Um, other than that, yeah. But so I did see the Chris Rock special. Big fan. I loved it. I liked it. I know there was mixed reviews. Not everybody was a fan. I was. Uh, he still gave us his, you know, his trademark Chris Rock uh, stuff, you know, I love his setups. I love his punchlines. I love where he goes with premises. The abortion stuff's really hard to pull off. He made it happen. Dating younger versus older women. Love it. Love it. Uh, raising his kids, spoiled kids, which is some of the stuff that I'm working on. I'm working on my kids being spoiled, but my, my thing is more like my kids can lose this at any minute. Like I'm one bad trans joke away from going back to section eight and that's the premise that i go like they they i'm like they're getting too used to this shit they're getting used to this lifestyle that you know i'm getting a little bit of money we can eat out every night we can uh they have a they have a, they have a, a ps5 you know they got fucking good internet they got the fast wi-fi shit but they don't know that this can all go away with one bad tour like you know i could this could all go away so uh, you know, it kind of reminded me of that premise of mine. Uh, but obviously, he takes it to a different way, a different level. And uh, so I think I'm safe. I think I still, I'm good with still using my premise that I'm working on, which I will keep. All right, sometimes that's another, that's another reason I hate seeing other people's specials. Because then I'll see something that, like, I've touched on or I'm touching on or I want to touch on that's already done on TV. And I'm like, fuck. I can't talk about that no more. This motherfucker already did it, dude. God damn it. You know? So I worry about shit like that, dude. Um, so I like I hear like comics right now talking like there's some comics out there talking about get stepdads or get single mom shit or single parenting shit, which is I mean, I get it. As long as they're really living that life, I'm good with it. They can they can talk about it as well. I'm not the only fucking guy with a, with with their, my kids having stepdads. 
Of course not. But sometimes it feels a little too close to home where I'm like, ah, oh, come on, dog. That's kind of like my shit. Or like I did that already. Or or like, oh, or maybe he did it better or did it worse. Or, I don't know. It's just all these crazy things go through your head. And I'm just like, ugh. Um, which I, I hate watching comedy specials because of that. Because of that shit. I get too much into my head about premises and joke jokes that I may not be able to do anymore because of I, I saw something that touches on it or hits on it or similar and I'm just like no no I can't I can't so I hate that shit I really do that's why I really enjoy watching comics who I'm very different from very different and 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 this is probably why Chris Rock is one of my favorites also because I he reminds me of me like like the the physique the style the delivery the poise the stage presence uh, everything, everything but him being black and me not, you know, being Latino and shit. Other than that, I, I love everything about him. Like, I, he reminds me, like, that's why, like, study. That's why I watch. Like, that's, that's how I want to deliver my shit. That's the kind of confidence I want to be on stage. That's how I want to walk side to side on stage. And trust me, like, it's, there's some of that. That's how I want to deliver my shit. Like, I study. That's why I study. That's why I'm, I don't study Dave Chappelle like that. I don't study other people like that. I study him like that. And so that, that's why he's one of my genuine favorite comedians. And I was looking forward to this. I was looking for his, uh, his clap, uh, clap back on Will Smith. And I think he did a pretty good job. It came a little personal, which it should be. It should be a little personal, dog. And uh, he dug in pretty deep, fool. Um... And it was more like talking shit than actual jokes, which I'm fine with it because this was a real feeling of his. It's a real feeling that he was having. And sometimes that limited the amount of punchlines in that rant or vent or discussion of his that particular part. So, But because it was so real and you could see his anger, his disgust, his upsetness with that situation... That I was okay with it because at the end of the day, it wasn't that funny, but it, he got his point across. He got his point across that he just took out, he took that shit out on me and he shouldn't have. Like he, all these other people called him a bitch and he was a bitch. And that's where I was coming from, dog. I was coming from like, why you got to hit him? And that's what I was mad about when it happened last year. Like, why he, why you got to go to him? Why, why you got to snap now here at the Oscars, Oscars at Chris Rock, a comedian, an entertainer, a person who's there to do a job and make people laugh, right? And make people a little uneasy, uncomfortable. That's what he's here for, dog. And that's what you're going to snap at? Why don't you snap at all these other motherfuckers, rappers and, and press and all these white people even who are talking all this shit about what you're up to, you and your wife are up to. Now you want to snap? That was the, the point. And that's the point that he was trying to get across. And I think he hopefully did a good job. I know he's getting some backlash about him himself being a bully. And that just goes back to the same shit that us comedians deal with, bro. Like, you're always going to hurt somebody's feelings. You can't do nothing wrong. He went at a lot of people, dog. He made fun of a lot of people. And I think almost on purpose, trying to just spread it out as he zoned in on some specific things. Such as, you know, uh... Like, the Megan Margot chick, fool. Like, that chick needs to be talked about and clowned on. Because I, I I agree with him. That bitch is just crying everywhere she goes, talking shit. Just she's being mistreated, trying to use the black card. When she's not even that that black, she's mixed, second of all. 
And she's just trying to use that black card for pity when I'm like, fool, you married into royalty. Like, how sorry should we be feeling for you? Why? Why should we be so upset with you? When you're you're marrying into royalty, you're a fucking princess. Legit dead ass princess. And we're supposed to be up like feeling sorry for you? And I that's I'm I was glad that he brought that shit up and nailed that shit pretty good, dog. I really enjoyed that part. I wish he would have dug in a little bit hard on those motherfuckers, dog. Cause I watched the crown. Alright? I'm a grown ass adult, man. I'm 43 years old now, fool. I be watching the crown. I love the crown. What by the way? Great show. Great fucking show dog i love it um i have to take breaks from it like i'll watch two three four five episodes and i have to take like a month long break fool because it's so good it's good but it's really intense kind of shit like all the dumb bullshit these people do um so i get it dog but come on dude can't be crying like that and i'm glad he had to say something and then he was talking about, uh, I mean, man, he brought up Snoop Dogg. You fucking brought up, uh, everybody, wait, OJ Simpson, the Kardashians, fool. Like, I love the Kardashians. That was a great observation about the, how the Kardashians are, are, God came down and just put a plague, a curse on the family that they're going to be fucking nothing but black people from now on and crazy black people. Great. Great fucking bit. Great bit. Great bit. Exactly how I feel. Exactly. That's one thing I've always loved about Chris Rock's comedy is that it really hits. It really connects with me. Like I really agree with a lot of his like who he, personality, like who he is, like from way back in the joke. Like I love his jokes. Like great premises, great writing, great precise shit, man. Amazing stuff, fool. Like Kevin Hart will entertain the shit out of you. Mike Epps, one of the funniest motherfuckers in the world, dog. Uh, uh, dude, funny ass fools. Obviously. The gold is Dave Chappelle. You know, you can't fuck with him. You can't, he's untouchable for. But what I'm trying to prove, say is that Kevin Hart and Mike Epps, uh, the earthquakes of the world, the Corey Holcombs of the world, uh, the all these great, funny black comedians, they entertain the shit of you, dog. Entertain, make you laugh from minute one to last. But Chris Rock gives you this extra substance, for He gives you that extra, like, deep cut shit. That stays with you a little longer, fool. And that's what I like about him. And that's who I try to like be like, you know, I, I talk a little bit about the pain of my kids and family and, and I kinda and I'm trying to deep cut on you with shit like that. Now, if you're not a parent, it's gonna be a little harder for me to do that. So I have to figure out other ways to, you know, connect with everybody. But I love how he does like he talks about the hood, about the ghetto, about crack kids. Uh, about all that shit, being poor, being f rich, being wealthy, the differences. Todo esa madre, wey. It's real shit, dog. You know, real shit. I love this joke about uh, his premise about dating younger women versus older women. Great. Great. I wish he would have dig in a little bit more on the younger women side. But that was just used more of a setup. The real joke was dating older women, which I appreciated. And again, that's where I'm at in life, you know. Right now, you know, I got a girlfriend and stuff like that. So it's a little hard for me to talk about dating stuff. I'm not really doing any more dating material right now. But I love the premise because, I, again, I connect with that. Like, I, I, I appreciate, I, I rather date older women, like, now in their 30s. For me, 30s and 40s uh, than 20s. 
And there's there's those differences are that. I, I love women with real problems. I love women with like they have not like younger women who have dumb issues about how many followers they have. I want real problem women that have like I don't know if I could pay my rent this month. Can you help me out here, motherfucker? That's the type of shit. And that's why it hits with me, dog. It connects. All right. Uh but that was that that was the thing, man. With me and Chris Rock, fucking he's still one of the G's. He still got it. I know it, it was a little bit up and down, but we're just so used to just laugh, laugh, laugh. And this is what happens, guys. This is what happens when we're getting used to not just watching short, funny clips online that are edited. They're, even the ones I put up, guys, my clips that I put up are also edited and condensed so the punchlines come quicker and faster in 30 seconds or less, you have like four or five jokes. That's the hack that a lot of comedians are using, including myself. Including myself. That's what you got to do. And so we get used to that 30-second uh, laugh. Laugh, 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 laugh in 30 seconds and move on. Then when we watch an actual hour-long set, sometimes I know it because I, I was guilty of it. I was like, get to it, fool. Get to it, dog. Get to it, fool. I caught myself saying that a couple of times. And I know a lot of people like yourselves are probably feeling the same way because all these damn social media comedy clips, especially the ones that go viral, are just joke, 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 and we're out. Next, joke, 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 we're out. Joke, 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 next. Joke, joke, and that's what happens, fool. That's what happens. But it, that's what that's but that's what comedy is nowadays and you have to uh adapt i have to adapt we all have to adapt and to get our our views and to get our feedback and to get our followers and to get you know that's what happened with rap barbosa bro clip clip funny 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 blown up brother blown up all right which by the way dallas i'll be in hyenas First show sold out thanks to Mr. Ralph Barbosa who shared a flyer and he said even that he's probably going to pop in and do a few minutes, dog. So, hey, man, gracias a él, way. The show was sold out. And, you know, tickets were going all right. I was like a little less than half sold. Out, uh, sold. And then once he fucking blasted it on, on his social media that he's going to pop in, that just sold out like the next day, fool. So literally that happened, uh, what's today, Tuesday? This weekend. This weekend he told me, hey, bro, I'm thinking about popping in. Is that cool? I'm like, oh, man, tu cale, cabrón. And he shared a flyer. And today, Tuesday, we get the news that a second show has been added because that first one already sold out. And, hey, man, I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that. Uh, so they're going to have a second show. Dallas, so get ready for Agarren Segway. We'll be there March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. All right? Please hold your horses with the drinking until after the show. Gracias. <laughs> uh, yeah, fool. Good time, man. Good time. Uh, what else is going on, fool? Um, man, I have so much to talk about, dude. The Chris Rock shit. Well, we did San Diego, bro. Uh, I didn't talk a lot about Brea, fool, but... Because uh, was Brea last week? I think, oh yeah, Brea was last week. Yo, thank you for everybody who showed up to Brea Improv last Thursday. Uh, had a fucking blast. Each and every one of 13 of you guys who showed up. <laughs> now we hit over 200, man. And that's my goal. My goal is to hit every over 200 paid. 
And I appreciate you motherfuckers, dog. That means a lot. The clubs are happy. The clubs want you back. The clubs, you know, the managers talk, rave, rave about you and, you know, all that stuff. And that's the only way is by selling tickets, bro. That's the only way you're going to get that kind of feedback. And that's all thanks to you, motherfuckers, dog. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for coming out. Um, it was a great show, man. I think it was, man. Uh, I had a blast on stage. Yes, they worked out on the material. My material's coming along. The new shit's coming along. And uh, I hope you guys are really enjoying it, man. Because I am. I'm having a fun, fun time with that, all right? Um, let me see what else here I got. Uh, I think I have some shout-outs for... Shout-outs to those consom- consomers. They hit me up. They asked me to come out to their place and eat. Uh, oh, yeah. I also did a little... Me and Jesus did a video with Mexi Papa. Mexi Papa, the guy on IG who goes out to the... Paisa restaurants and taco stands and tries your food and raves about them, dog. Real, real sweet, sweet man, bro. Had a blast, blast uh, talking with him, fool, and hanging out with him, and he's a beautiful person, bro. All right, uh, shout-outs to OHZ. I don't, I, I screenshotted your thing, so I don't know what your real name is, compa. But I got you here at OHZ on Instagram. He put, hey, bro, I got to thank you. I just learned about your podcast you're inspiring me to start my own podcast on Anchor. Yay, yay, yay. Use it as my therapy. Use it as my therapy. I'm too damn busy with work and kids to go to actual therapy. Laugh out loud. Uh, and I just reply, yo, man, definitely is therapeutical for sure, dog. Shout out coming your way, fool. Let me know when you get started and I'll shout you out, fool. Uh, yeah, más que nada, wey. This is pretty therapeutical, right? Uh, helps me get all my thoughts out, everything I wanted to share, and everything in my head. Uh, yeah, fool. It's dope. Uh, I recommend it, bro. I recommend it for you guys who uh, are here um, doing your thing, man. Uh, a podcast will, is, will be fun, man. All right. All right, let me see here. What's going on here? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Charles to Cesar Partida. He's out there saying, be careful with them sidewalks, Doc. Uh, please talk about your experience in the East Coast when you record your solo podcast. I recently moved from OC, Orange County, to North Carolina. And notice the Latinos don't necessarily have the home field advantage with the crowds, but do get a lot of comedy fans who just want to see a good show. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out, Caesar. I agree with you, bro. Like, trust me, man. Listen, I'm trying to make it to North Carolina. In fact, I believe there's a new comedy club out there, a new improv in North Carolina. I believe it's there and one in Milwaukee. And I want to really make it out to Milwaukee, the Ohio's, North Carolina's, Atlanta's. I want to make it there. Is that the South? Is that considered the South in North Carolina? Um, I know there's spices out there. Unfortunately, not enough. Where there's like a need, a necessity, right? Uh, enough for these clubs, you know, these for these clubs to take note. So the only thing I ask you guys is, por favor, hit up the clubs, bro. Hit up the clubs. Tell me, hey, Jerry Garcia is a comedian. He's funny. He's on HBO. You know, do a little whatever pitch, a little pitch, if you have, because you have to almost do that. You you because I'm sure they get other names, random fucking comedians that they get calls for who they don't give a fuck who they are or never heard of. And so that's the only way, fool. But if enough people call the same place a couple of times, 
That could start something, bro. Um, so, porfas, wey. That's the only thing I could say. Porque de que quiero, quiero, wey. Um, I can make it out there, but I'm going to honestly end up losing money. When you go out the first time, you kind of end up losing money, which I'm willing to take that risk. That's what I did for Washington, D.C. That's what I did for Boston. You know, the money wasn't great. The venues are tiny. They're small, 60, 70 people. But I just want to get out there. I just want to get out there because I know I do have a fan base. And uh, and I want to just say what's up and, and build from there. Build from there. And that goes for any market, dog. Any market out there who I haven't hit, I want to make it, dog. Gracias a Dios, more doors are opening. More venues hitting me up. Chicago Laugh Factory coming April 23rd. Finally, we worked out the deal that we wanted. Finally. You know, uh, Wise Guys, Utah, South Lake City, Utah. Looks like uh, they're down to do something with me. Um, I'm bringing the Toxicos when we do come out to Utah for sure. Uh, same in Las Vegas, Wise Guys. Like, we're, we're going to make shit happen, fool. Um, we're trying, dude. We're, we're doing our best. All right. Um. But yeah, little by little, dog. We'll get there, bro. I appreciate that, man. And Los Toxicos thing is going real good, man. I really, uh, you know, first of all, of course, I enjoy working with these guys. They're good people, man. Good hangs, you know. Of course, Jesus, who I fucking, we lived together for eight years. Great to be working with him again. I realize how much I miss the motherfucker. Uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes uh, separation is good. Ay, 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 right? And now that we don't live together, we miss each other a little bit more. We appreciate being a ch- uh, when we hang out. You know, we lived for eight years, dog, together, and uh, to, I, we're, we were like a, we were becoming like an old couple, bro. Uh, fighting, not fighting, but like little arguments, awkwardness, you know, just stuff that we're just eight years is a long time to live with somebody, fool. You know that. Um, so now that he's been gone since August, you know, when we run into each other or we talk, it's a lot more like, yeah, it's cool, fool, very cool. Um, so that's helping out with this tour now We're, and uh, Concrete and Jay are just two very talented individuals who I really respect and enjoy being around it's that simple fool that simple um, Concrete is a beast man he's like a mega producer performer actor just so talented fool and the same can be said about Jay they're just different uh, genres but they're very very talented motherfuckers Don. Um, so we're gonna get to do a little bit more to- uh, toxical shit, and uh, hopefully we come to a town near you. Uh, looks like Dallas is still going on Cinco de Mayo. I know uh, very little press has been coming out of that or any flyers, but looks like Dallas is still on for sure. We're in talks with Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. We should be coming out there with those toxicos. Um, so yeah, I, the 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 calendar's filling up with the toxicos and without. So, and this is good because. The more, you know, towns we hit up, the more other towns get to hear about us. So I'll also be in Lubbock. I'll be back in Lubbock, Texas, dog. So get ready for that. I'll be that, that one be by myself with uh, Mario Salazar and Juan Villarreal, dog. Should be a great lineup, great night. That's in April, April 15. All right, so we got a lot of shit going on, fool. And just appreciate you, man. I'm just getting settled in right here. Getting ready for the Dodgers. Dodgers season is happening, bro, and I'm watching a little bit of spring training, fool. I'm not going to talk a lot about the Dodgers. I know we got the ladies out here, but I do get requests to break down the Dodgers a little bit this upcoming season, bro. And I'm excited. I'm excited what we see. Let me. I'm telling you, man, I've been telling my kids. I don't know if I've been telling you guys, bro, but as horrible as that Lux injury was, 
I think it's going to be a great situation for Miguel Rojas. I believe in Miguel Rojas, bro. This motherfucker is a professional, a veteran, great defender. He can hit also. He's going to be like a new Justin Turner for us, bro. But a, a younger Justin Turner, a 32-year-old Justin Turner. That's Even though he's 34. But he's going to be a younger, like he's going to be that kind of uh, uh, caliber player for us, bro. He's going to make an impact. And trust me, trust me, Miguel Rojas is going to be good, good. We don't need to fucking break the bank or break our farm system for another shortstop. Easy there, fool. Give this guy at least to the all-star break. And then at the all-star break, you can clap back at me, talk shit to me, do what you got to do if he's not doing well by then. And then, yes, that trading deadline will go after a shortstop if need be, depending on where we're at, right? But I really do trust Miguel Rojas. I think he's going to have a great season. Also, so much talk and commotion going on about James Outman playing center field. I'm with you guys. I agree. I think Outman should be our starter center fielder, bro. The problem is that we've got too many fucking veteran, proven, uh, resurging outfielders, such as Hayward y el pinche el otro way. Um, wait, uh, fuck, man. I, I'm drawing a blank. See, I'm drawing a blank. I just had his name at the tip of my tongue. The foot from Arizona that came, they came over. Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, is he another Jose? I god damn it. Anyways, that motherfucker dog. I was like low key. I used to be jealous of that guy because I was dating this girl from Arizona. Um, who I was like very much in love with, and she had like the biggest crush. Bautista, is it him? That's his name. She had like the biggest crush on that fool. Like she followed him. Like she like I was watching seeing her IG one time. And I think he followed her back, bro. And I was like, oh fucking hurt. David Peralta. That's his name. David. I had to fucking put pause and look up this guy's name because I completely forgot, dude. But yeah, David Peralta. Look, this guy, let me tell you, let me tell you a little story, man. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've fucking talked about this chick a few times. Um, but I was dating this girl from Arizona. Man, I was like so over like much in love with this person turns out it was just lust it's lust at the end of the day bro but i was really into this girl man and i remember uh she broke my heart one of many times you were dating somebody that just throwing that just throws red flags at you all the time and you just ignore it you just ignore it and you just keep moving forward because you're so into this person dog that's what this person was to me dog right like like, they upset you, upset you, and then they put out, and you get over it, dog, right? And then you sleep with her, and you have great sex, and you're like, oh, yeah, whatever you did, it's all good. I don't give a shit. Talk back. I don't give a fuck. This is that person to me, fool. Like, she, like, messed me up a lot of times, but I kept hanging on because I really liked this person. But one time we're hanging out, and we're talking about uh, the Diamondbacks came up, you know, whatever. I was talking about baseball. And she's like, oh, yeah, David Peralta is so hot. And I'm like, David, like, what do you, mean? you don't even like baseball. Like, you don't watch sports. Like, you hate sports, dude. What are you talking about? How do you know David Peralta? And she's like, oh, he's so hot. I follow him. Look, I follow him. He actually follows me back. I'm like, he follows you back? What the fuck? Why would he follow you back? And let me tell you, my, my girl, she was beautiful, bro. Like, she was way out of my league, very hot. And I can see why she, he would follow her, dog. But then I'm, I'm like, then I looked into his profile He's married. Like, he's married. He posts his chick up a lot. Like, he's a married man, brah. And uh, so I'm like, why are you following my chick, fool? 
kind of stuff, bro. But then again, I'm like, he's a very attractive guy. You know, he's fucking basically a celebrity, uh, a baseball professional, baseball player. I'm sure he has tons of hot chicks, tons of hot chicks that follow him. And he follows some of them back. And one of them so happens to be my girlfriend. And obviously that hurt. But what are you going to do? Right? What are you going to do? But I did catch her, like, not sliding into his DMs, but she would comment on his DMs, like, on his stories and on his posts. Like, she would put, like, heart eyes and fire and clapping and whatever fuck these girls put to let motherfuckers know. Right? And she was doing shit like that, dog. So not that I, I I didn't see anything. I don't want to get the guy in trouble. He is married, fool. But I didn't see anything of him replying or liking her comments or anything like that. No me acuerdo. At least my blind, my loved eyes, they didn't let me see that. Because uh, I was hurting, bro. That shit hurt, fool. Like, that shit hurt when a celebrity is following. This is why I don't follow girls that are married, bro. Like, I don't, I, I, if I do follow you, it's because I know you personally or your husband or anything like that. But. I don't follow girls that are married for even with a girlfriend with a boyfriend with a boyfriend like I unfollow like I'll follow a chick until I see her posting her dude then I'll unfollow fool like I have no re- I have no purpose here I have no reason to be here I don't want to be thirsting over someone's chick fool like that right because that's what you do on IG bro you follow chicks that are hot and you fucking click like on their ass pics on their titty pics on their fucking face pics you fuck, you know, just do it, dog. There's a little, you know, back and forth and this and that. But once they're in a relationship, dog, married especially, fool. Nah, I don't want no part of that. I don't want no problems, fool. Um, but she was, she was liking his shit, you know, and he's married and shit. That's all it hurt, man. And she had a boyfriend, which is yours truly at the time. So that's pretty bad, fool. That's, that's pretty, uh, that's not good, man. Then, you know, um. And she just showed me so many other times, like, this was not the person for me, dog. But yo, allí pendejo, allí de pendejo, you know, uh, clamoring to making something out of this relationship. And, you know, it was like, it, it took a lot to finally cut that fucking cord off. And finally, dog, until she blocked me many times. Uh, now nah, we like ended up blocking each other and that's it, fool. Like it is crazy. That's the only way, fool. Like blocking, erasing numbers, erasing everything. And that's the only way. And eventually it gets better, dog. It gets better. And I mean, I don't, I don't think about her anymore, fool, like that, fool. But now I just think about like the good times. Like I don't think about the bad times because there were a lot of bad times, fool. And like any relationship. Now I just think about like, you know, cool. Like I want her to do good. I want her, I want her get married and have kids or would be happier. Like, I don't want no, nothing bad to happen to people I cared for. That's not cool, man. That is not cool. Nobody wins in that situation. Nobody. So, I mean, my payback is just being happy and being good and being successful and being that. That's me. That's the way I want to fucking pay back motherfuckers who hurt me. <laughs> but nah, that was weird, fool. But that is my rule, dog. Like, I don't like to follow, you know, there's a lot of hot-ass chicks out there who are taken... And I just, after a while, I realized, oh, this chick is married, fool. Like, married, married. Oh, this chick has a dude, dude. Like, nah, I'm good. Like, and you IG models know that. Like, IG models rarely post their dudes. Rarely, fool. And that's my thing. Even an IG model who I've never met, who I just, like, thirst from afar. Once I saw her, see her posting up her dude, like, oh, sorry, babe. I know you got 1.2 million followers and you deserve every one of them because you are that hot. 
But once you start posting up your vato, way, Jerry G's got to go. Jerry G is out of here, dog. There's other uh, plenty of uh, single, at least, quote unquote, single hot chicks out there I could be following better. Um, but yeah, unless I know you, right, and we cool, you know, because I do follow some married chicks and who happen to be hot, but we cool, right? Um, I don't know. I just, that's one less thing I need to stress about, like having a dude hitting me up or fucking threatening me or anything like that. Nah, man, that's the last thing I need. Not to say I haven't slept with girls who are married or, or taken, not that that's, but that what happens right there and then on their own, first time meeting, hey, dog, that's that what happens there, it happens there, fool. I'm not going to turn down hot-ass chicks either, fool, who want to get down. I'm not. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, but... Just know, fellas, I'm never going to go after a chick knowing that she's married, fool. Now she... You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. All right, I think I'm digging myself a little bit too much of, an, of a hole here. So uh, let's let's start to uh, bring this bitch to a landing soon. Um, yeah, fool. All right. Uh, yeah, it's been a trip, man. I've been staying busy here, dog. I've been auditioning a lot lately. I got a, a new agency who is a, this is a commercial agent and, uh, I'm doing a lot of commercial, um, auditions. I've had like four auditions in the last week or so. I've got no callbacks and that shit fucks you up too, bro. That shit messes with your head. That shit brings you down a little bit. But at the end of the day, bro, it's, it's, I'm seeing it as a numbers game right now, fool. I'm, I'm just like four or five auditions in dog let's get to 10 20 30 before i start to really question myself <laughs> so i'm giving myself a little bit more leeway here and i what i'm trying to do right now is just learn from every one of them like not not that i get any feedback i just don't get any feedback if i don't get it you just don't hear back which sucks is also i wish i could get some feedback like what i did wrong why didn't they choose me i wish i can get that but they don't give me that so i'm just trying to learn on my own like Maybe my lighting wasn't good, my delivery, the look wasn't that what they wanted, whatever the fuck. But um, the good news is that my agency is really good and they're really moving and shaking to try and get me out there more, which is cool. And I appreciate it. That's all I ask. And they are cool. They're, they're saying, hey, man, it's going to be a matter of time, bro. Like you, you got the look, you got the skills, you know, um, you, it's going to be it's, it's going to take some time. When we get something, we're going to get something good, fool. So uh, just right now, just. Keep keep going at it. We, we're gonna keep sending you shit. We're gonna keep sending you shit. And um, some of these I get really excited about because obviously the pay is really good. It's a national commercial. You know, it's stuff that I'm familiar with, and like sometimes it's like stuff that I can do. Like oh, father picking up his kids from school. Shit, that's all me, dog. You know, um, me in the kitchen fucking washing dishes as as I complain to my wife. Ooh, I could do that. That's fucking dope. Like. I can do it. Like, I feel confident when I get these uh, scripts. And then sometimes they don't even have a script. They just want you to act a certain way. Like, just be goofy, be this, be that. And I'm just like, all right, let's do it. Fuck it. And sometimes you just got to get yourself out of your element in that, man. So, and I just, it is what it is, doc. No callbacks yet, but they'll, they'll come. They'll come. Um, Other than that, doc, just... uh. Continuing on this grind, bro. And a lot of good things are happening. And I appreciate every one of you motherfuckers for always, you know, just first of all, listening to this podcast. The numbers are growing. Let motherfuckers know about this, man. It is good therapy, fool. Like, uh, I, I try and connect to all you motherfuckers. I keep, I keep it as real as possible. Uh, you know, day-to-day life here. Nicolás is back in baseball, right? 
he's starting baseball again, and uh, he's got the same coaches from last year. And uh, shout-outs to them. They don't see much improvement in Nicolás yet, dog. He's, now he's trying to pitch because he can throw straight pretty well. It's the other other stuff, like the fielding, the catching, the hitting. It's not doing so great, but he feels he can throw in a straight line pretty well consistently. So now we got him trying to pitch. But with pitching comes a new mechanism, right? Mechanics of the wind-up, right? And the late kick, the strike zone, the consistency. And with all that, oh, God, it's going to be another long season, guys. <laughs> I'm in Azusa, bro. We're in Azusa. And uh, I think we, I think they're partnering up with Baldwin Park teams as well. So they have more teams involved. And uh, I'm looking forward. I do the PA announcements, which I have a lot of fun with. And I'm looking forward to that. So I'll be, whenever I get a chance, I won't be, I'm missing, I'm like, I'm missing opening day. This weekend, I'm in Houston. Friday and Saturday. I don't land till like Sunday afternoon and the game is Sunday morning, opening day, which I'm going to miss. And it sucks, man. That's part of it. I miss a lot of shit, man. So my other, one of my other kids' birthdays coming up in a couple of weeks, March 18th, the day after Dallas, which is why I didn't get a Saturday show. I wanted to fly back for his birthday. Um, and I don't even know I'm going to have him. You know, his mom might have something planned for him. She hasn't told me anything yet. But if she does, then I'm not even going to see him. And I'm going to be back Saturday just waiting fucking waiting to see him the next following day but i did get him clipper tickets he's a big clippers fan i know i know but uh we're all going to the i bought tickets to go see the clippers versus memphis no not oklahoma city versus oklahoma city uh march 20th i will be there to his bobblehead night just coincidence dog it's gonna be Kawhi leonard bobblehead night so that's pretty dope uh anytime i can get my hands on a bobblehead i appreciate it dog um, and I still got bobbleheads, man. I mean, I've been selling a lot of bobbleheads lately, bro. I was on that bobblehead, uh, the bobblehead mania or something uh, podcast, bobblehead fool or something, and I had a blast on that. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was on IG Live, and I got to get on that. And man, I sold like twelve bobbleheads, dog, because a lot of real collectors are on that, follow that show. So that was dope, man. And like I said on on that interview, bro, like I'm only selling bobbleheads to people who really want one, who really collect one who real follows, real fans. Because I used to bring them out on the road. And I was, of course, I would sell them. But I found myself that a lot of people that were buying them were people who were just being nice, like who wanted to support, wanted to be, you know, like, oh, what you got? What you got there, buddy? Oh, I got these bobbleheads. Oh, ah, you know what? Eh, give me a bobblehead, darling. Eh, just give me a bobblehead. But I felt like they weren't really uh, appreciating the bobblehead. They were just supporting me which is again that's cool and all but i wanted to go to a good home where people are gonna really you know have a story behind it like oh this guy's a cool comedian he's dope check him out or whatever the fuck right you know what i'm saying um so those those few bobbleheads that i have left and i do have about a hundred maybe left out of the 500 i don't push them as much i don't push them that hard um because i really want them to go to a good home i really want them to go to a good place and be raised well um yeah dude so and they're autographed they go 30 bucks send it to you i ship it myself fool yes i'm a mom and pop shop myself i do everything your solo way um so yeah bro so if you want one let me know and i'll dedicate it to you whatever the fuck you want me to do doc all right uh, i got new merch coming the air fresheners finally got ordered they're in china being made right now by a bunch of little chinese kids and they're making them 
And I'm going to have three different designs. Very cool little designs that we worked on. And uh, I think you're going to have a lot of fun with them. Uh, they're just a fun cartoon animation of myself doing funny things. And each one is a different scent, of course. And I'm looking forward to that. I also have stickers that are the same as the uh, the same design as the air freshener. So you can buy a sticker or an air freshener. And those I will be bringing out to shows. Those are fun things to bring to shows, dog. And of course, my FM down shirt that I always like to bring out. That I like to bring out to anywhere on the road because they're a good money maker. It's a fun shirt. It's a good little souvenir, a good memory, a fuck it, I'm down, Jerry Garcia shirt. Yo, man. Um, yeah, hell yeah, fool. And all thanks to you guys, man. That's how we make it happen out there, fool. And uh, other than that, that's pretty much it for me, guys. That's pretty much it, man. Let's wrap it up right here. Let's wrap it up. Let's have a good little short, sweet one. And let's get you guys out there for the rest of the week. Houston Comedy Lounge. I'm coming this Friday night. Friday night, Houston. I'm coming. Uh, I'll be there March 10th. Comedy Lounge. Please come check me out. Uh, Saturday, uh, right now, I don't know if it's going to happen, fool, but for sure, Friday, good, is going on. Um, then, March 17th, I will be in Dallas at Hyenas Comedy Club. First show is sold out. Thanks to Rob Barbosa. And then he's coming to the second show as well. We added a second show. He's going to be doing like 10 minutes or so, popping in. I'll be closing out the night for y'all. All right? Is that cool with you guys? Let's make it happen. I'll see you guys there. Let's have a great rest of the week full and uh go get them motherfuckers go dodgers let's do this late